Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. And of course, they're packed with the Dunkin' flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. This morning on the third hour of today, sneak peek. Tiny towns are bracing for big crowds of foliage fans, including one Vermont farm that's become a social media hotspot. This is insane. How some people are now trying to shut down the leaf peeping before it starts. Plus, out of this world, meet the trailblazing astronauts set to make space history. Still exciting every single day that we get to come and do training in this mock-up. And step inside the high-tech simulator preparing her for a trip around the moon. Then before you launch into a workout, we'll show you the proper way to warm up and cool down in this morning's Start Today. And it's Tucci Tuesday. Actor Stanley Tucci is here to share one of his favorite Italian recipes in today food. That's all ahead today, Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the third hour of today. I am Dylan here with Chanel and our friend. And Good morning. Good morning. Good to Joe be here Fires. with you all. Good to have you here. Was I supposed to bring workout clothes? Uh, we needed to wear pants. Yes, yes. Well, okay. That's why we, we wore pants. Worried, so we figured we were pants. I'm good. I did yes. wear pants today, so I'm feeling out. good. Well, All we're right. happy you're here with us. I'm glad to yes. be here. It's going to be a fun hour. Um, we're going to start, though. You know that chill you feel in the air? Yes. Kind of starting to feel like fall. It's certainly approaching. Well, every year, it's when the leaves change. Well, then tourists flock to New England to see all the beautiful foliage. But one Vermont farm in particular has become the backdrop for fall photo shoots that are all over social media. I mean, it is beautiful. But now some locals are saying leaf us alone. Who wrote that? I didn't write that, but I, wanted to, I wish I could give the you right credit. It, you nailed it, Did you write that out? That was a line for Al. Oh, okay. Who did it? No, I said it's a line Al should have said. Oh, there you go. Well, NBC's Kristen Dahlgren is live there to explain. It is. Look at that. I mean, it almost doesn't even look real. Right. Good morning, guys. Yes. Here it is. I'm told it's the most photographed spot in Vermont. But in another four days, we wouldn't be able to give you this view. Neighbors are closing down the road. They say it has just gotten out of hand. You've probably seen Sleepy Hollow Farm on Instagram or TikTok. When the leaves change, this quaint little spot rivals Grand Central Station. This is insane. Hundreds of cars line the narrow road, trying to get that perfect pick. Problem is, it's not an actual tourist destination, but somebody's private residence with real-life neighbors. People showing up and walking all over private property and peeing on the side of the road and on private property. Neighbors like Mike Doton and Amy Robb say it's out of control. We see people in dressing rooms, like they bring dressing rooms to change in different outfits and take pictures. And it's not just privacy, it's safety too. Emergency vehicles often forced to wait in the traffic. So this year, neighbors petitioned to close the road to outside traffic from September 23rd to October 15th raising the money themselves to cover most of the costs. Yes, it's beautiful up here, but please, um, could you make it so that our everyday stuff can get done? Like, I'm just trying to get home with groceries so I can make it. Okay. It's not only New England towns pushing back against tourists looking for likes, 
Across the pond in Europe, Hallstatt, Austria, which resembles Arendelle in the Disney movie Frozen, sees more than a million tourists each year. Now its 750 residents have blocked the only road in. Venice just approved a new 5 euro tax on day trippers. And also in Italy, Portofino is issuing $300 tickets for lingering in popular selfie spots. Back in Vermont, townspeople say the latest move doesn't mean you won't get a spectacular selfie. So this is not the only place where you can see beautiful foliage. Uh, Absolutely not. You can actually just drive up 89, which is our north-south throughway, and have a beautiful drive. Vermont's kind of pretty. It is. We're pretty lucky. Yeah, you are not going to miss out on a beautiful shot if you come to Vermont. Now, we reached out to the people who own this house. We didn't hear back, but the neighbors said it was okay for us to park here today uh, and do this. They say it's really just during peak season. And they've tried to make other, you know, accommodations. Last year, they made it a one-way road, but that didn't really help the problem. It's still an issue of safety. And then it's just respect, guys. I mean, you see those shots and those videos, people walking down their driveway. You said people are urinating on the side of the road. Like That is not okay. (laughs) And so they really just want people to be respectful. Yeah, that's where you got us, if they're doing that on the side. I can't get over the fact that some people are bringing dressing rooms and change. It's like one thing to be in my yard, but to change your clothes in my yard, my goodness. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Kristen. You have the perfect outfit on right now. I think you should just snap a selfie and, and call it a day. One more selfie. Post it in a month. Already did, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. All right. Well, I don't know if this is going to make matters worse, but I do have a fall foliage forecast okay. for you yeah. when you can see some of the best foliage. So what you need are nice, mild, sunny days mm. and cool, crisp nights, but not frost. You know, you don't want it to be too, too cold. But typically, late September across the northern tier of the United States is when you get some of the best foliage. And then as you get into early October, it starts to settle down a little farther south across New England, right through the mid-Atlantic, across most of the country. It's really mid to late October uh, where we do see some of our best foliage. And we can't leave out the south either. You're right. You know, down in November, you get some really nice foliage. Absolutely. So So there you go. Go outside. And it's free. It doesn't cost a thing (laughs) to go outside and and see it as long as there are trees. All right. Well, now from some of the prettiest places in America to the nicest places in America. Reader's Digest, we talk about this. Um, we did it last year as well. They're out with their annual list in their October issue. You want to guess which city is number one for the nicest city hmm. in America? Kind people wherever you go. I would always guess Minnesota, where Minnesota. I'm from, because it's called Minnesota that's, Nice. Oh, that's so somewhere, exactly. I, I was going to say state, like Des Moines, Iowa, yeah. you know, somewhere in like the go. middle of the country. Yeah, that's true. But apparently the answer is Buffalo, New York. They won this year. Reader's Digest says Buffalo has been through a lot and its people continue to persevere. We know that and spread kindness. And Buffalo Bills player Damar Hamlin wrote a special thank you letter expressing his love for Buffalo. And here's a look at some of the other nicest places, cities and businesses that they highlighted. Uh, What cheer flower farm and Providence, Rhode Island. Providence is lovely. Yeah. Yes, I love that. (laughs) Are they nice? They're very nice. I lived there for about two years, and everybody was very kind. How about Red Lodge, Montana? Very I've never cool. been. Unity Park in Greenville, South Carolina. It Craig, sounds like we Craig have some, bet, I bet Craig knows I know. We have some yeah. traveling to do, guys. Yeah. And Mark Barbecue in Colchester, Vermont. Been to none of these places. I know. So now we have to add so that to our go. list. So okay. if you'd like to spread some kindness again in the car and maybe road trip, be sure to check out the full article on their website for highlights of other great neighbors and neighborhoods across our country. That's great. So awesome. there you go. All right. Now to some nice news for anyone who suffers from severe allergies. Mm-hmm. The FDA is expected to pr- approve a nasal spray that's an alternative to 
the EpiPen. NBC News medical contributor Dr. Natalie Azar joins us now with more of the details. So this is called Nephi. It's really a game changer for people who don't want needles, don't like needles, don't want to stab someone else with a needle. What should we know about it? So um, do, do any of your kids carry EpiPen? My kids have nut allergies, my twins. And I'm, I mean, we're, we're horrible. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like so here it. is the thing. There are over 200,000 anaphylactic reactions every year in this country and more than half a million emergency room visits because mm-hmm. of this. Because they don't have our EpiPens. Because, well, or what? what do people say? They say that they're not exactly sure how to use it well, or their the needles. Yeah. I'm like, try needle. this needle. You have to like, jam it in. Yeah. Or, you know, or it's hard to carry or yeah. use or anything. So I think this is really going to be a game changer, game changer for anyone who's at risk for this anaphylaxis or who's had it before and for parents to think. Now, here's the thing. It's approved, right, or will be approved, right? We're, we're expecting the approval to come today for adults and children who are 66 pounds and, uh, and I said older this morning, and heavier. And heavier. Okay? That makes sense. So here's the thing. That's like a 9, 10-year-old. So they're, they're um, studying it in kids who are younger because that's really the group, right, that we're most concerned about with needles and stuff. But yes, nasal spray, easy to carry, a little compact case, super easy to use. Wow. So crazy, right? A couple questions. Is it as effective and fast acting and are there side effects? Perfect questions. So um, yes, so for the FDA to approve it, they had to show that it was equally effective to currently available EpiPens or more effective. And they showed that it was equally effective. Um, Quick little nasal spray. So some of the common side effects that can happen because it's a nasal spray, a little bit of congestion, that kind of thing, but stuff that's always associated with epinephrine, irregular heart rate, hypertension, headaches, some anxiety. Each little thing, um, like spray applicator, comes with one dose one in dose. it. Okay. Um, but each time you would fill a prescription, you would get two of them, just like you normally get two EpiPens, because sometimes you need to retreat if the person's not responding. Right. This okay. is a game changer. I This summer, my twins went to summer camp. And I just prayed every day. I'm like, you know, you know, it's a nut-free place, but you just never know. And so if they could just have a spray in their backpack, because who's trying to shoot? I mean, they would, they, you know, you could stab yourself if you have to, but who? But teaching a child how to do that, but you'd be surprised how many also parents said that they were uncomfortable giving it to their kids. Sometimes they would accidentally give it to themselves and occasionally they would, Mm. you know, it would malfunction or or something like that. But this, you really can't go wrong with the nasal spray. So the, um, so if it gets approved today, manufacturer things within the next month or two wow, with great. commercial insurance the copay is going to be roughly $25 for each of each prescription um, but we want it to be accessible right yeah. like yes. I know people have spent a lot of money on EpiPens yes. we cannot have this yeah. this needs to be accessible oh this us. is good we've talked thank about you. shortages and <laughs> everything so this yes. is good good news, good news. news. Dr. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you all right still to come we are sticking with the medical theme in our series on the money this is important how to handle those stressful confusing medical bills before they mess with your credit and then later we're going I'm going to introduce you to the trailblazing astronaut who is preparing for a historic lap around the moon. We'll be right back. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. 
Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In-laws, love them or hate them, you're pretty much stuck with them. And when you're a ruler in the Middle Ages, that can be a serious problem. It might even land you dead. I'm Dan Jones, and on season four of This Is History, I'm telling the story of England's weirdest king, Henry III. He's in way over his head, and he's surrounded by bloodthirsty relatives with their eyes on his throne. To listen, search This Is History and follow wherever you get your podcasts. I love how we do this peppy music and then we're like, Bills! <laughs> Back now with our series on the money. If the sight of a doctor's bill in your mailbox causes anxiety, you are not alone. You don't even want to open it, right? Well, at least 20% of Americans have outstanding medical bills on their credit records. So, CNBC senior personal finance correspondent uh, Sharon Epperson is here to tell us why uh, we should handle that. We, we know we should, but more importantly, how to handle it before it becomes a bigger it's problem. It's why I don't check my mail, because I, I know, know they're the in there. You need, you need I, to check your mail. Admittedly and it's awful. peppy because you're going to figure out how to pay your bills now in this yeah. segment. So, <laughs> yeah. that's why we're happy. So, we will be It's dancing. so important to do it, because if you don't open that bill and you get into debt and that yeah. impacts your credit score, then that impacts your ability to rent, buy, You're right. insurance, You're right. job even. So it's important to do. You know what happens? People open up an envelope and then it's an unexpected medical bill. Yes. I just right. Right. You're not, you don't think it's going to come in. And so that's why you have to really investigate why you got this bill in the first place. So you should before investigate you pay, it. Before you pay anything, you need to investigate it. You need to make sure that you get an itemized bill. Make sure you know all the procedures and services that they're charging you for, and that those are things that you actually got, well, and compare it like you that. Can't fight it, like you feel like you don't, you don't. We well, get, get something the else bill. in the mail too that's really important. Some people what? may throw away. It's called an explanation of benefits. It says at the top, "This is not a bill," so then you throw it away. No, yeah. this is what you need to see what the insurance company is charging you, and compare that with that itemized bill. Scrutinize those details and make sure you compare and contrast. And if there's a contrast, mm-hmm. you have a problem. There's an error there. The good thing is things are changing. So. For years, if you went to perhaps a hospital and you had an emergency situation, you may have a provider that's not in your network. That happened to me when I had brain surgery seven years ago. I got this bill a month later, and it said that I had this provider out of network and I had to pay this bill. And I'm like, wait, I didn't have a choice for that. I'm in an emergency situation. Oh, does that that's a surprise bill. Oh. Now there is a law that was enacted and went into effect in 2022 called the No Surprises Act. And the Center for Medicare and Medicaid has a place on their website, cms.gov, that you can go to and file a complaint. I was in the hospital. This was an emergency situation. I shouldn't get this bill. So you can call a helpline or you can do that. So it's very important to know your rights. It's good. I've gotten these bills in the mail. I call the hospital or the doctor's office and I say, what is this? They say, don't pay it. It's still going through your insurance. So they tell me actively to not pay this bill. So what do you do in that situation? Or if you notice things are, there are errors on your bill. How do you handle it? So there's a terminology, CPT. It's current procedural terminology. You don't need to know what it stands for. (laughs) You need to know that it's a billing code and you need to use those letters to that provider so they know that you know 
I want to know exactly what I'm being charged for. You can look that up online, review those numbers. The other thing that's important to do if you are changing jobs or changing insurers, make sure the claim has been submitted to the right insurance company. That's really important. And as you're getting the CPT codes, as you're getting the information, keep a journal. Make sure you keep records of what's happening. Gather all that information. And if the provider is still not listening to you or the insurer, you know, you want to deal with Call the insurance company, file a complaint with the insurance company, and if that doesn't work, you can go to your state insurance commissioner to mm-hmm. file an appeal. Good to know there are options. What, what if you needed the care? Maybe it was an emergency and the bill is just higher than you expected it was going to be. Are there resources out there to help you get it paid off? That happens to so many people. The first thing that you may want to consider doing is just to negotiate the amount. Figure out, maybe use go online and figure out what the CPT code is and what normally should be paid by your insured and by you for this and offer to pay that lump sum amount. Even if it's less, sometimes a provider will take it to get that bill just wiped out. You want to also think about setting up a payment plan with that provider and making sure that you can pay whatever you say you're going to pay every month, because that's so very important. The health savings account that many people have access to through having a high deductible health plan, that tax advantage way that you're putting away money every month is this is what it's for. It's to use it for these costs. So that's another way to pay those bills. But for low income folks, you need to understand that for profit hospitals need to offer you some financial assistance if you qualify for it. So whether it's Medicaid or, or subsidized insurance or going through a charity care program at the hospital, very important to look at those options. And the one that I know most people go to, I'm just going to put on my card, which is okay as long as you're going to pay that off right away because you don't want to put medical debt and then have more debt on top of that because you're paying interest on that credit card bill. So put so it on a low interest put card. Zero percent interest credit card, yeah. preferably. But those Promotional offers usually expire in 12 to 18 months. So be very careful if you're using a credit card. I'm glad you're talking about that. If you don't have money, you still try to have the procedure because people will put off procedures because they're afraid that that they can't pay for it. Absolutely. It's so important to still go through with whatever your health is so very important. And you want to make sure that you get the best care, that you understand the care that you're getting, that you talk to your doctor and say, is this exactly what I need or could I do something else? And make sure that you can try to afford it. Talking to the hospital ahead of time, making sure that you investigate those different programs, really key. There's help there. Sharon sure. Epperson is always, and we're happy you're here with us in health and wellness because you yeah. had such a scare. Thank you very so you know much. What I, you're appreciate about. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's brain, it's brain aneurysm awareness month. So I'm happy to raise awareness about health and wellness all the time, but especially right now. I love that. Thank you, Thank Sharon. You. Sure. All right. Well, you can head to today.com. We put all of the information there to review. All right, well, coming up, an inside look at a historic mission from a NASA astronaut who's making history in her own right, how she's preparing for a trip around the moon when the third hour of today returns in just 60 seconds. Just one year from now, NASA will be in the home stretch. In November 2024, the Artemis II rocket will take a trip around the moon. And this morning, we are getting an inside look at how the crew is preparing from an astronaut who is set to make space history. My NBC News Now co-anchor Aww, Savannah wait, Sellers is here, reunited. Look at that. I know. <laughs> exactly. It's a little reunion <laughs> from across move. the street. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning to all of you. It's great to see you all. Well, so that Artemis II mission will send the first black astronaut and the first female astronaut on a lunar mission. That woman is Christina Cook, and she told me how it feels to play a pivotal role in NASA's push to get back to the moon. 
I grew up in a small town in North Carolina. I didn't even see another engineer, much less an astronaut. And at that time, also probably not really seeing women as astronauts. Oh, definitely not. Christina Cook is used to being the only woman in the room. And come next year, she'll be the only woman who's headed to the moon when she embarks on the Artemis II mission planned for November 2024. But that first is just the latest on a long list, going back to when she was named an astronaut a decade ago. A phone call she remembers well. And I actually started out by telling them, hey, it's okay, I had a great time interviewing. Thanks for considering me. And they actually had to interrupt me and say, actually, we're calling to tell you we want you to join our team to come to Houston. Since that day, she set records, like the longest single space flight by a woman with a total of 328 days in space and participating in the first all-female spacewalk. What was that moment like, going out with all women? Yeah, it was it was incredible. Hopefully that got people thinking about where we're at. We weren't just out there for a participation ribbon. We, we wanted to actually be excellent spacewalkers. This isn't very well known, but the coolest thing about that spacewalk was it was unplanned. It was the only spacewalk I did that was not planned prior. I never trained for it, she never trained for it. We actually went out to fix something that had broken. So we designed the entire spacewalk in one week with the teams on the ground. And normally a spacewalk is developed for years. Along the way, she's faced obstacles unique to women in the male-dominated field. The fleet of suits is actually built for a bigger-bodied astronaut. So I go out and do spacewalks in a suit that's two sizes too big for me. There actually are time factors that they add in for how much longer tasks will take in someone who's doing a spacewalk in a suit that's too big for them. Are there things about your job that you think are changing and will change and will continue to get better as more women do this? Definitely. In fact, the suit is a perfect example because the next suits that they're making for the moon surface operations are actually going to, by design, fit a very wide range of people. Among your many accomplishments, adding another one, the first woman on a lunar mission. What was it like to get that news? It was great news. Funny story, we were actually all late. No one was on time to this meeting. We had a meeting put on our calendars under a different pretense, so none of us had any idea how important this meeting was going to be. And we were asked, how would you like to fly on Artemis II? Uh, when, you know, after walking in and seeing the people in the room, I knew that it wasn't a meeting I should have been late to. <laughs> but um, after kind of regaining my composure, you know, it took me a second to take it in. I said it would be an honor, and, and we'll try not to disappoint you in the future by being late. <laughs> They'll be on time, and they'll be uber-prepared. Cook will be a mission specialist on the 10-day Artemis II mission that will send four astronauts around the moon on the Orion spacecraft. The team is currently training on a simulator Cook is seeing for the first time with us. This is our sim, and it's just getting ramped up. And this is the first time the seats have been installed, and we have software up, and the displays are, are on. When we're on that far side of the moon is when we will probably be executing something like this. There we go. Oh, oh there, finally. Yeah, the moon is there. This is the dream come true of any astronaut. It's still exciting every single day that we get to come and do training in this mock-up. The crew is taking courses in this exact replica of Orion. This is my seat, oh, so you're yeah. going to be sitting in my seat. Okay, that's, that's great. I claim this spot up here, that's going to be my sleep spot. We'll be laying on our backs, facing okay. up. And when we start to actually accelerate, we'll have that feeling of acceleration like this way, like kind of being pushed back in your chair. When you think about so. that moment, nerves? <laughs> 
Are you scared? <laughs> Are you excited? What's that particular moment feel like? The moment that you actually lift off. Honestly, if I could assign one word to it, it would be the word fulfillment because you wow. finally realize you are fulfilling the mission that you came here to do. That's a good word. Oh, she was just so fantastic, everybody. So Christina says she sees one of her responsibilities on this mission as taking the dreams, hopes, and goals of everyone, of all of us with her because she sees us as everyone's journey. I also asked her, what would her advice be, thinking about maybe a young person who wants to be an astronaut? And she said, do what scares you. Oh, she said, if you that. go towards those things, not away from them, that is where the magic happens, Ooh. clearly. Let me think about that. The first all-female spacewalk that we talked so much about yeah. wasn't even planned. They just had to go out and fix something, and they were the right people for the job. Wow. That, and that's how it should be. It's, exactly. Yes. Oh, she was nothing, so much great. There's nothing that. more magical than the moon, by the I know. way. Yeah. Going for that, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, that was it's good. so cool. I know. Well, the Johnson Space Center is pretty magical, too. Yeah. <laughs> Getting <laughs> <it together. laughs> Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Do what scares you. That's good. All right, coming up next, the comedian who is giving new meaning to dad jokes. Mike Goodwin is here to tell us about his Big Bad Energy Tour and maybe spell some dad secrets. Energy. Big Dad Energy. Dad dad big Dad Energy. energy. Big Bad. Big Bad. Big Bad Energy. energy. Yeah. Golly. <laughs> Craig, I'm going to get those glasses. And this is Craig, Craig's firm, by the way. And then later in Start Today, I swear my appointment next Wednesday, we are stretching out with the moves you need to do before and after you work out. We'll be right back. Our next guest is a hilarious comedian who has gone from a small town to the big league. Mike Goodwin has been performing stand-up for more than a decade and took the stage on NBC's America's Got Talent. He's also the host of the Best Advice Ever podcast, and Mike recently launched his Big Dad Energy comedy <laughs> tour. Take a look. I remember when I didn't know how to spell a word, I would ask my mother how to spell a word. You know what she would tell me? Look it up in the dictionary. I used to be like, Mama, I don't know how to spell the word. <laughs> Y'all, it took me four weeks. I'm looking for elephant in the ales. <laughs> that was relatable. Good morning. It. It's so relatable. Good morning. How y'all doing? We're, we're, good. we're doing we're good. good. We're excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. So, you know, getting into comedy, it was kind of the not traditional route. You started right. doing stand-up at your church. Yeah. How has that impacted church. your type of comedy? My type of comedy is for everyone. So I have the type of comedy where you can bring your grandparents, your parents, and your children. A generational mm. kind of comedy. And it's the type of comedy where you don't have to be on edge. Mm. Like, I just want folks to come out and enjoy themselves and have a great night. And laugh. There are a lot of people who say, oh, but if the person's not cursing or if it's not dirty, it may not be as funny, but you've obviously turned that on its head, right? We've known folks our entire life. Some of the most hilarious people I know don't use language. Mm. Like, my grandmother is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. heard my grandmother curse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's, I mean, I'm that family member, that friend that has long been in your life. Who's funny. Funny, and you just have a great time whenever I'm around. That's great. We need that. We've established now you have big dad energy. Big dad. Big, big dad. dad. Big I'm big dad. dad. That's the opposite <laughs> of big dad. <laughs> that's another show. That's not the morning. That's the night show. That's the, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the other side of how much of a source of comedy material are so you much kids? so much so i have two teenagers which the uh grocery bill has increased oh, look at your family. And, and the smells i don't uh, know 
I have a, I have a, tw- I have a 13-year-old son. I smell him before I see him. It, it, I'm like, what are you doing, son? Did you work third shift last night? I know. Right? Do they give you free reign to use them as material? They do. They give me oh, so good. much. It's so much. But they they haven't signed any consent form. Oh, right, right. Well, they're, they're still under your roof. Dad, so, exactly. Yeah. Dad energy. So it turns out, which is funny, you and Craig Melvin are actually really good friends. Right. You know each other from back home. Yes. Um, he's upset that he couldn't be here today, but he has a message for you. Oh, Watch yeah. this. Mike, it's your old buddy Craig Melvin here. Um, I am so happy for your success. I remember when we used to hang out 20 plus years ago and you were doing this thing part time and then it turned into churches and then behind your back, your friends were laughing because none of us thought this was ever going to turn into anything. (laughs) Who's laughing now? So happy for your success. Keep going. Oh. Is, I mean, it looks like he's sitting on a toilet. What yeah, well, exactly. What? That's big dad energy right there. You got you to gotta hide. Hey, these kids, my wife. Let me go do the business from my house. I'm in the bathroom. Leave me alone. Go over the door. I'm to the mic. I got records off the work. I also... Craig also wanted to give you a little something. Clearly, bow ties. Oh yeah. Are, oh are my your signature style. So oh. this, this is a gift from him. This is beautiful. Ooh, this that's is, nice. Oh, that is great. That's, that's a local cool company ties. there, right? They yeah, this is yeah. out of Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Breckridge, I believe that they have. These are feathers. Like, ooh, it's beautiful. Like, camera? The bow ties are thing, isn't it? That. That's like yeah, this thing, is right? my. Yeah, this is my deal. I, I can think of Craig. Every, every, every time, time you wear it. Thank you, Craig. Like all the best to you. Oh, thank, man. You. thank y'all so yeah, much. So this is fun. This is so fun. Next time we'll get Craig in here and not where he yeah, was. Yeah, not yeah. where he was. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets for the Big Dad Energy Tour are available now. And check out Mike's podcast, Best Advice Ever. All right, coming up next, it's start today, whether you're training for a marathon like Chanel <laughs> or just working out at home. We're going to show you the right way to warm up and cool down. Then later, a star on the screen and in the kitchen. Stanley Tucci is here to show us how to make one of his absolute hey. favorite Italian recipes. Can't get enough of Stanley. Be right back. <laughs> Good, I'm hungry. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Join me, Esther Perel, every Monday in my office on Where Should We Begin? I'm talking to couples and individuals about love and work, about turning conflict into connection. More than ever, our relationships define the quality of our lives. So let's explore the myriad of relational challenges together. See you Monday. We are back with Start Today. You may have heard I am gearing up to run the New York City Marathon in November. I can't even believe I'm saying it, but it's true. With my help uh, or with the help of my trainer, Jess, I've been preparing for the big day. And I have learned there are some important steps to take before 
and after a workout. So joining us this morning, we have Liz Plosser, editor-in-chief of Women's Health. She's here to show us the right ways to warm up and cool down, along with two of our NBC staffers. We have Christina and Fazai. Good morning to both of you guys. So here's the thing. It doesn't matter whether you're running, you're going out for a power walk. You got to stretch. Absolutely. Strength training, swimming, pickleball, skiing, whatever the the sport is. You need to warm up. I used to be a person who thought, I don't have time for that. Who really needs it? I'm here to tell you it makes a big difference. Not only does it help prevent injury, but also it gets you in the right mindset for the workout and it improves your range of motion, warms up your tendons, your muscles, your joints. You get more out of the workout. Who doesn't want that? Let's let's start with something that I remember from my yoga days. Yes, let's get into it. Cow. That's right. Cat, cat cow. cow. This is a great warm-up move to start with. So you're on your hands and knees with your palms under your shoulders, your knees under your hips, and you're going to come up like a cat. So you're like arching your back. Do you have to make cat noises? <laughs> you can do that. Yeah, we can yeah. We can all purr. And then you are coming back down the other direction, looking up to the sky. I like to sway my hips, get your hips kind of warmed up. You can make your, uh, your feet go flat. You can scoop your toes. I also love to flip my palms and get a nice stretch in my forearms and kind of sway into it. It all feels good. Just have fun with it. Then we're going to go into um, a standing pose. These are called hamstring scoops. I know you love these, Chanel. You're a runner. You've been running. These are awesome before you go out for a jog. So your feet are hip width apart. Take your right foot, place it a little forward, flex that foot. You're going to get a nice stretch on your hamstrings as you scoop your arms down. Big, wide arms like you're making a big hug in the air. Do about three on each side. So you'll do three over to the other side. That's all it takes. It doesn't take long. Yeah. Yep, super easy. And then to finish it out, we are going to do some knee hug walking or marching. You can do it in place if you've got... Um, a sidewalk or park in front of you, go ahead and take a stroll. So you are feet hip width apart and hug that knee in. Mm. And you're gonna alternate sides. I almost feel like even if it's just when you get up in the morning, you know what yeah. I mean? Just to get yeah. that going. That's right. It's great for getting your glutes warmed up, your hips, you can feel it in your upper body, your shoulders, and go a little deeper and higher with each one. So that's it. Super fast. fast. Super fun, super easy. I think a lot of people know they're supposed to stretch, but what about the cool down afterward? Yes. Okay, I am also a convert on the cool down. So you stress your body out when you're working out. It's a positive stress. It's a good for you stress. You need to signal to your body that it's time to transition into the rest of your day. Let your parasympathetic nervous system come back in. Okay, so let's start with a child's pose. I like to take my uh, my knees wide. You can take them in close, whatever works for you. And then you're going to stretch forward. You can take your hands over to the side, get a nice side body stretch, kind of lean over, over your hips. And if you've been doing some upper body strength training, it's great to thread the needle. So you take your right hand and you're flipping it underneath. Yep. And then you can go the other direction. This is like a full body uh, no, I'm dynamic. Like, this is the real deal. Awesome for you. And then I was just going to do this instead of the marathon. <laughs> do while it. you're down on the floor, we're going to flip over and do a supine stretch. So you're on your back and you're going to just kind of windshield wiper your legs. If you have lower back issues, I would stop there. But if you don't, you can get a deeper stretch, perpendicular knees, and you're going to look in the opposite direction. You feel that back open up. Oh, it feels yeah. so nice. It's good in my shoulder too. And then last but not least, breathing. This is like, if you have no time and you say, Liz, I cannot make time for a cool down, just breathe, that's it. So I love to do triangle breathing. You are going to count in for three counts as you inhale. 
Hold it at the top for three counts, top of the breath, and then slowly exhale for three counts. And you do that for about 60 seconds. While you're doing that, maybe take a minute and say, thank you, body. Thank you, body. Mm, so you know, good. Bask in the glow <laughs> thank of your you, endorphins. Body. Play some music you love. And on to the rest Liz. of your day. I love it. Liz, and thank you, thank my you. friend. So good. Um, by the way, you can scan the QR code on your screen if you want to sign up for the Start Today newsletter. So many people are are part of this community. It's been amazing. And you can read more about my marathon journey by checking out today.com and women's health. Thank you guys so much. It's a beautiful article out today. I, I love the article. Everybody should read it. Thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you. Well, you know what we do after we work out? What? <laughs> On the Today Show, we eat. Ah! <laughs> Tuesday. So award-winning actor Stanley Tucci is here to show us one of his other skills when he cooks up a classic Italian recipe. Yum. Come right back. We are back with a special Today Food because we have Emmy award-winning actor, author, father, and one of America's favorite home chefs, Stanley Tucci. Stanley just launched a new cookware line with Green Pan, and he's going to show us how to make one of his favorite pasta dishes. But Stanley, I'm going to let you say it because... I've always said pasta fagioli. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. No, no, no. I'd say fagioli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a joke in there somewhere. Um, I, I, yes, fast. <laughs> no, I can't above. say it. Yeah. yeah. Of the above. <laughs> How do you say it? I'm not going to try. <laughs> I'm with Chanel. That's right. Yeah. Right. 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 Pasta fagioli. Of course. That's what I said. Oh. Yes, of yeah. course. Silly, silly me. Yeah. See the flair, Chanel. Flair. But that's a very um, Italian-American way of saying it. Okay. It, it was a, sort of, it's a very boring story, yeah. but I won't. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so it's a classic, classic dish that has been, um, well, it's just been around forever. Mm-hmm. And it's been abused sometimes. Yes. It's made sometimes really badly. Yes. But it doesn't have to be. It's incredibly simple. Mm-hmm. Well, especially mm-hmm. when we're using these pots. I yes, well, the pots, about, the pots do everything. Tell us about this new so, yes, cookware this line. Yes, this is this cookware line that I came out with. It's something I always wanted to do. My parents always had really great cookware, you know, from the 60s and mm-hmm. 70s, a lot of Danish uh, stuff. And, well made. And they came to me, yeah, and they came to me and this company, Greenpan, and they said, would you be interested in um, doing a line with us? And I said, yeah, as long as we can make it in Italy. Mm-hmm. And they did because wow. they have a factory there. And um, it's so beautiful. We, it oh, beautiful. thank you. Yeah. Yes, I wanted it to be quite modern. And, but like we were talking before, I knew the things that I didn't want in a pan. Mm-hmm. Like when you pour the oil in and the oil goes it like goes that. Right down the side. Yeah, this doesn't do yes. that. It's nice and flat. So cool. Yes. I love it. And well, it's all, you know. It's right. not going. Oh, that's right. Sorry, sorry. Like, sorry. Right. So pots, you have onions. Okay. Can you see the onions? No, yeah, it doesn't matter. They will. There. there you go. Onions. <laughs> and then uh, cannellini beans, a do little you use bit of mustard. I use canned beans. Okay. I don't have time to soak my beans. And a little bit of chicken stock. Okay. Uh, you're very good at this. No, this I, is like her thing. I, I, I do enjoy yeah, cooking. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, you're telling me what to do. Then you can yeah. add the, the marinara, which is I didn't really simple. Marinara in yeah, the... you can. You can put a lot. You can put a little, whatever okay. you want. That's that. too much. I'm kidding. I, I was worried about <laughs> that. It seemed like a lot. And, that, and then um, you're going to stir it up. And basically, it's going to turn into, what's in here? Oh, that's just the marinara, isn't it? Or is that beans in there? I don't know. I can't tell. All I know it's is this is oh, that's just totally doable. Yeah, like, it's so not, simple. Yeah. It's so simple. Then you cook that down for a bit. You okay. You can add, this is, this is uh, cabalo nero, black kale, I love that. which you strip, you take out the stalk. Why do you blanch it first? Because it, 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 it's, it's a bit bitter. Yes, thank you. Okay. It's a bit bitter and, and it's hard, mm-hmm. harsh. 
So what you want to do, yes. you can blanch it. You can actually cook it for quite a while if you want. And to. I like it because it doesn't get mushy, like it sustains. No, no, it'll sustain. I mean? It has yeah. a lot. It's quite fibrous. Oh, this is uh, and it's really, really delicious. You combine it all together with these little like ditalini or some sort of tubular pasta. What's, you put it in here. What? What's the? Sorry, what? so many questions. Sorry. What's the rule? I, I, I just totally what? cut you off. What? What's the rule? Like, do you? Cook the pasta first and then put it in. Do you put it in at the very end? Do you serve it over the pasta? No, what you really what you should do is cook the pasta first so mm-hmm. it's al dente. Reserve some of the pasta water, right? Then take some of the sauce with some of the pasta water, put the pasta in, toss it all up, add some cheese mm-hmm. and a little drizzle of olive oil or something. And then reserve but if you have extra pasta, don't add the sauce, just keep it on the side. The side. And then you go through the process again. Keep them separate if you're going to have them the next day. So they, otherwise, the pasta just swells. It just gets gross. It's like gross. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of like actually healthy for, this for is like delicious. This is, this is, you could just live on this for the rest <laughs> of your life. It has everything you want. Well, this is so you don't use pancetta or anything. You can if you want to. Okay. Yeah. So you can do whatever you want. Whatever you want. But this Especially, is the way you should do it. Yeah, because this is, this is basically delicious. a vegetarian version. This you know, so a lot of the young. Italian diet was vegetarian. Yeah. They were very poor. I love this. Mm-hmm. So you like and today's it? Tuesday, so you can do this for Tucci Tuesday. Don't Tuesday. think I wasn't thinking that. I was very <laughs> excited about that. Tucci Tuesday, as I've told you in the past. Yes. I would cook from your cookbook and watch one of your movies. So wow. that was Tucci Tuesday. all works out. I love yeah. it. It's not creepy at all. It's no. Like it. how, how, many, how many Tuesdays did you do this? <laughs> a lot. Well, and my, I can't take all the credit. My husband named it. So okay, right. Oh, he yeah. named it. You know what? She has okay. a child named Tucci. She does? Yes. Really? <laughs> it's Stanley. She knows cool. Stanley. Thank you so much. It is my pleasure. Thank you very He's much. never coming back. Oh, so good. Oh, you know, I, I, thank God I have security. <laughs> you can get these pots and pans at Williams Sonoma for these recipes and more. Go to today.com slash food. And st- you're actually going to stick around. I'm going to stick around. I'm never leaving. You're joining Hoda and Jenna on the fourth hour. We'll be right back. What is delicious? She is good. So, you know, we love having you here. Thank you for having As me. Always, I love being here. To the show. Tomorrow in the third hour, actor Jamie Lynn Sichter will join us live. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, a performance by South Carolina rockers Need to Breathe. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. And make that day, too. I know, it's so good. I know, it's like... <laughs>